If you have a membership site or thinking about launching a membership site, today's episode is for you. When you start out with your membership, you're usually focused on getting that puppy launched, stuffing it full of amazing, valuable content, and getting your first crop of people indoors. But maintaining a profitable membership site over years requires you to pay attention to not just stuffing it full of content, but there's five key growth areas to keeping a membership not only healthy and alive, but scaling and growing. And today I wanna break those five things down. We wanna treat a membership like a real business and make sure that you're not just having a quick little rise in the sun and then it disappears into nothingness. We wanna have nice recurring revenue for years to come. And the key to doing that is to look at these five key growth areas of a membership site. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 144 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. It is an honor to spend some of my day with you and have your ear for a few moments. I'm excited for today's episode. I love membership sites because uh, they, they're like money-making machines, right? And so hopefully you've caught the membership site bug and you're excited about building one, or maybe you have one and you're like, Graham, it's kind of plateauing or dying, or uh, I just want to know how to scale it. It's not There's not enough people in it. I've got you covered, my friend. We're going to talk about five key growth areas today in the episode. And I also want to give you a gift as well to just help you out. I want to give you my membership site formula checklist. Okay, this is a simple, simple guide that's going to walk you through the four steps to crafting profitable memberships, including some price recommendations. Uh, this is just a really helpful resource. You got to have this. I want you to have it. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash membership site. Pretty easy. If you're on YouTube watching this, you can click the link in the description as well. grahamcochran.com slash membership site. Four steps to building a profitable membership site. And I just want you to have it. Keep it on your phone. Print it out if you're getting ready to launch. Or if you already have launched, it's going to be a really helpful resource for you. Uh, and, and cool little tip. I've been telling some of my, my students this as well. Um, as of this taping, so you're, you're going to be listening to this uh, week later, but it'll already happen, but I'm about to catch a flight to Irvine, to Kajabi's headquarters. Um, I'm partnering up with Kajabi to film a course for them on membership sites. So if you're a Kajabi user, you're going to have access to an entire online course for free uh, about membership sites taught by yours truly. So there you go. If you want to dive in deeper with membership sites, especially if you want to build one the right way, you're going to enjoy that course. So uh, wish me luck. Um, it, it's already too late by the time you're wishing me luck because it'll be in the past, but <laughs> I'm literally filming this uh, and then heading to the airport. So it should be a lot of fun. I love the people at Kajabi, good people, um, great product, and they're making some really cool education. And the cool, they're partnering with some of their, uh, their students and users like me. Um, to create some of their content, which is really cool. So excited for that. And it all relates to membership sites is what we're talking about today. So let's dive in. So you're either one of two people, you're either about to launch your membership site or you've launched it and you're like, okay, um, I, I need this to make more money. I got you covered. So there's five areas. And the problem is we typically think of, um, <laughs> we think of, Two things when we think of membership sites, get as many people in and stuff the membership full of good stuff. I mean, I think when I talk to people, 
both beginners and people in my mastermind, uh, like who are crushing it, who are either starting a membership or talking about their memberships. Those are the two things people keep coming back to is like, how do I get more people in it? And how can I stuff it with as much juicy goodness? So basically so that people won't, won't, won't want to cancel. And the problem with the first thought, how to get enough, a ton of people in there is that it's it's just one of five areas of growth we're gonna dive into. So it's it's you're, you're missing 80% of what's gonna keep your membership growing. And then the second thing, how do I stuff it full of a lot of stuff is actually one of the worst things you could do for a membership. Um, it's interesting, the more stuff you shove into your membership, the more likely people are to cancel because they get overwhelmed. This is something Stu McLaren talks about all the time. He says the number one reason people cancel your membership or any membership or any subscription is because of overwhelm, which is a little counterintuitive, right? It's a little paradoxical, but if you think about it, if you've had a subscription product, you're paying for something, it fits so good and there's just so much content that you start to get behind on, does that make you wanna stay a member or does that make you feel like, oh gosh, I'm like, I'm already behind on this awesome content? I'm not gonna be able to catch up and they keep shoving awesomeness in there. And it is awesome, I'm not getting my money's worth. And it's not because they're not giving me my money's worth, it's because I don't have the time to get my money's worth. Isn't that interesting? So a lot of people cancel and it's not because it's not good, it's just because there's just too much good. Something to think about. So what I wanna do in today's episode is walk you through the five key areas. If you're running a membership, you have to think of it like its own little business. And there's five areas that you need to pay attention to um, when it comes to not only keeping a membership healthy, but growing it. Okay, you ready? Number one growth area for membership is acquisition. Acquiring new leads. So you could also call this lead generation, right? So this is the one that I think, um, we're gonna start with the easy one. I'm gonna give you the, the, the easy, you know, easy at bat, because this is, this is what we all think about. How do I get more people in the membership? And you, you need to think about that. Like, let me ask you, what is your strategy for acquisition for your membership? Because memberships, recurring revenue, seems like the panacea. It seems like the, the magical, um, solve, it's gonna solve all your magical problems magically because you have this one product that you get people in and then they pay you every month recurring without you having to resell it. So it seems so wonderful that it leads to laziness when it comes to lead acquisition because we're like, well, I launched it. Maybe I got a hundred people in there and they're paying me 25 bucks a month. Okay, that's awesome. That's 2,500 bucks a month recurring. Wrong, right? Because people are gonna cancel. You're gonna have what's called churn a percentage of your active members are going to cancel each month. So it's going to it's going to dwindle. So you need new people in there. So what is your strategy? Typically memberships are either open and close or they're evergreen. So you, have you made that choice? Is 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 your membership always going to be open to the public and if so, where do people hear about it? Is it in your funnel? Is it on your website? Do you talk about it on social media? Um do you have a, a promotional strategy throughout the year to point people to it? And then if it's open and closed, when are you opening and, and closing it? Like how many times are you can open your membership a year? For example, my membership, I just opened it a couple of weeks ago, Graham Six Figure Coaching Community. I open it twice a year to the public. It's in my calendar. I know exactly what week I'm opening it each year. I, I ramp up for it. I have a big promotion. 
What about you? Do you know exactly when you're going to promote your membership? And where are these new leads going to be coming from? Because if your list hasn't grown in the three months or six months since you last promoted it, then it's the same people hearing about it. And if they didn't join last time, they might join this time, but what are the odds of them joining if they didn't join last time? So do you have a strategy for getting fresh new leads on your, on your email list to promote your membership too? So this is the obvious one, but you, for a membership to stay healthy, and then if you even want it to, I mean, if you want it to grow, you need this, but let alone just stay healthy, you need new leads. You need lead generation. And so you can't just hope and pray that your membership will grow. It just doesn't work that way. You have to have a strategy, just like any business would. Think of yourself as Netflix. Think of yourself as Disney+. Plus. How do we get new leads? Acquisition. What is your acquisition model? So for most of us, you need to be having a relentless commitment to content online, ideally videos, blog posts, podcasts, things like that, evergreen content that stays up forever, that's searchable, that's discoverable through a Google search or a YouTube search. You need to have a relentless commitment to that content that's relevant to, to basically the people that would join your membership. And then through a lead magnet strategy in your content to get people opt into your email list from every piece of content, having an email funnel that promotes your membership, or if you open and close your membership a few times a year, having a plan to do that, knowing that you've got fresh leads in the last few months to promote your membership too. Very simple, but just make sure you have a strategy. I'm, I'm gonna move on from that one because I think that's the obvious one. Okay, that's number one. Excuse me while I sip coffee. Number two is onboarding. Do you have an onboarding strategy? So what is the process like for a new member? Do they feel welcomed? And what are the instructions that you give them when they join? Have you ever thought about this? When you join any membership, you if you're a human being with half an ounce of a brain, you're probably smart enough to noodle around and figure out how to use the membership, but that's never what you want your members to have to do. You do not want them to have to guess where things are, how to best use the membership site. They might understand from your sales page and your sales emails, the benefits of the membership and maybe some of what you cover, but they don't know exactly where that is or how to access that once they get in. And one of the number one things that I get frustrated with when I join a product and when I join a membership, when I join anything, is once they've taken my money and they've sold me and I'm in, I don't know where stuff is. Okay? So what you want to do is virtually welcome people in and give them a tour. This, there's two reasons why you want to onboard people well. Reason number one is to make them feel welcome and to give them a great user experience, right? So let's talk about that first. Somebody joins your membership. There should be a, ideally, the moment they purchase, whether you're using Kajabi or something else, you can redirect them to wherever you want the moment they purchase. You could redirect them directly to their product library where they can see the logo and click on it and get into the membership. I'm a fan of, and I recommend you, when they purchase your membership in Kajabi or wherever, redirect them to a thank you page. So this is a simple landing page you make in Kajabi where you have a video waiting for them and then written instructions that say the same thing. And the video is a welcome video. And you say, hey, I'm so glad you joined. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the family. You're going to love it here. I just want to take a few minutes of your time to show you around the membership. So A, they feel welcome. 
And B, they're told what to do, where to find things, so there's no guessing. And then you give them clear instructions of what to do first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. There's even a screen grab of, hey, click this button. It's gonna take you to your product library. It's gonna look like this. And then click on this big icon of the, the, the product. That's gonna take you into the membership. Like, don't leave anything to chance. Show them what to do. Make it clear. So they're like, oh, this is great. She's thought of everything. He's thought of everything. So it makes them feel welcome and it gives them some prompts of what to do first, especially if you have a community element of your membership, which you should. Show them and tell them how to get involved in the community, where it is, what to say first, give them a prompt for their first post. Just makes it easy for them, makes them feel welcome. And be excited in that video. Have a smile on your face. Speak with energy, raise the tone and the level of your voice. Make them feel like they're the most important person in the virtual room and that you truly are grateful because guess what you should be? They gave you money and they sign up to give you money every month in perpetuity. So thank them, right? Make them feel like they're valuable to you because guess what they are? They're, they're paying the bills, right? So all of that should happen with a welcome video on a thank you page. And then when they get into the membership, that same welcome video should be on the dashboard, the homepage as well. So that it's always there, even if they skipped it on the thank you page, when they log in, there should be that same welcome video, same thing. The second part to onboarding, um, practically that you do is have an email sequence that goes out to them for the next few days. One immediately when they join, and then three to five more or so. And this will accomplish the same thing the welcome video does, make them feel welcome, remind them that they're valuable, that you're here. But then this also helps accomplish the second reason why you onboard. Partly, I just talked about it's for their user experience, but the other part is so that they take advantage of the membership in the first few days so they're less likely to cancel. So this is good for you. The data tells us, the studies tell us that if you have some kind of membership product, recurring product, people who dive in in the first few days and get small wins in the first few days are less likely to refund or cancel. So if you can get them quick wins, get them using the product, they're more likely to stick around. I mentioned Kajabi earlier. They're a, they're a subscription product. They're a membership site. They're a SaaS company. So they sell software but they know this too. They know that if you join Kajabi, they wanna send you material and encouragement to take action, build your first landing page, build, use your first pipeline to build your first product. Like they want you to build something quickly because they know from their studies and their data that if you take action and build something soon in the first few days of, of the free trial of Kajabi, you're more likely to stick with it and more likely to be a paying customer for longer. So this is the same for you and me with our membership. So your onboarding video and email sequence should cover the same few things. I want you to think about your membership. What are the three to five actions you want your new members to take for them to understand your product and, and get some quick wins? I'm gonna give it to you straight. This is what you should have them do. Number one, the first thing you should do is have them post in the community. If it's a Facebook group, if it's a Kajabi community, if it's a forum, if it's a discourse group, if it's a circle group, whatever tool you're using for your community part of it, the number one thing you want people to do when they join is make their first post and introduce themselves. So I tell my members in the six-figure coaching community, go here, 
go to the introduce yourself tab and share who you are, where you live and what your business is and why you're excited to join the community. And I give them an example and I show them visually what it looks like. So they're like, oh, okay. So my members know what to do. When they post in the community, it's doing two things. One, it's showing them that the community is important and where it is and how to post. So now they're familiar with the platform that we use. And two, it allows my other members to welcome them. And so they're like, oh, hey, Susie, I'm so glad to see you here, glad you joined. And then they feel welcomed. Oh, wow, this is a real place with real people. When there's a community and the people talk to you, you're less likely, likely to cancel because you feel like you're a part of something. So that's the number one thing I always want my members to post in the community. Number two, I want them to see where the monthly content is so they can take advantage of the monthly content. Three, I want them to see where the live coaching calls happen. So if we've just had one, I want them to go check out a replay. If there's a one coming up, I want them to register for that call or see where the link is so they can know the time, the place, where that is. And then four, I want them to check out all the bonuses that they were promised. So like if you promise a bonus course or mini course when they join, if there's some bonus content or videos that you've created, show them where that is. Show them where that is so they can dive in right now with the bonuses. All of this, and what I do, I talk about all of this in the video, but then in the onboarding email sequence, you should have a pre-written email sequence that gets triggered, that your new members are subscribed to the moment they join, that sends out one email immediately and then one over the next few days. And they're just quick tips or quick wins with one call to action per day. So the first one will be like, hey, so glad you joined. Here's what I want you to do today. Post in the community, introduce yourself like this. And then they get an email the next day. Hey, so glad you joined yesterday. I wanna show you where our monthly content is. So here's this month's masterclass. Go check it out right here and enjoy it. And then the next day, hey, I want you to come to our live call this month. This is where we, we answer, I answer your questions. Here's where you can find details about the live call and submit your question. And then the fourth day might be like, hey, you were promised a bonus mini course when you joined, here's where it is. Plus I post a lot of bonus material from time to time in the vault over here, check it out. So you're giving them one thing to do each day and it's just a welcome onboarding email sequence. This will go, this will go a long way to helping people feel welcome, which is important, but also helping them see where everything is and take advantage of it in the first three to five days and they're gonna be less likely to cancel. So onboarding is a key factor for growth. Number three is engagement. Okay. This is, this is probably at most membership sites weakest element is engagement. If we're doing our job right, we're really good at creating a good membership, marketing it, getting people in, getting people onboarded, and then we have moved the heck on <laughs> because we're looking for new leads. We're looking to launch new products and we're like, all right, I got people in and got them onboarded. Uh, hopefully they won't cancel. I'm busy. I'm gonna go live my passive income life, right? And, and I always talk about this when I teach about membership sites is like, they, they sound like the, the holy grail of, of online business, but the problem is, it's not a problem, is you still actually have to do work. You still actually have to engage. Engagement is huge. Is huge. So you have to not only engage with them, but you have to show them how to engage with the membership so that they get results. So here's a couple of things to think about. One is, do they have a clear path to follow? Memberships are notoriously bad for and known for being stuffed full of good content and more content coming each month. That's like a giant Netflix. It's a giant buffet of like this and this and this, but no clear path of, of growth. 
to get results for people. That's why online courses tend to do better at getting people results because they're very linear, like step one, two, three, four, five. And at the end of this course, you know how to lose weight or watercolor or fix a motorcycle or do karate or record your song or whatever it is. Memberships, it's just a ton of content and a ton of talking about a topic with no clear idea of, am I making progress? So ideally you should have a a clear path for your members of like, hey, here's the multiple stages of growth in this area. And you might be in this stage or this stage or this stage or this stage. This is something, again, Stu McLaren calls his success path. And it just it's something you can make up, but just show people the, the linear progression of you know reaching some of the results that your membership promises. And then maybe go a step further and show them how certain pieces of content or areas of the membership help you better in certain stages of the journey. Oh, you're in the beginning stage? You know, these masterclasses or these pieces of content are probably going to help you out the most. Oh, you're in this stage? Well, check out this content. So give them a little bit of a clear path. Tell them to, to help them to know what to do next. Help them to know how to engage with your product so that they can get results and move on to the next thing. You're going to have various degrees of members. You're going to have people who are more advanced. You're going to have people who are more beginners. That's fine. They can all interact together in the community, but create a place for them all to know where they should be taking advantage of your content, what they should be focusing on. So they're not just like logging in. They're like, there's all this good stuff. I don't know what to do. We talked about overwhelm early on. People get overwhelmed. So what points of your membership do you think are overwhelming your members? How could you make them simpler? What about the members that are already getting results? Can you give them something to go deeper? Can you challenge them in deeper ways? For the beginners, can you make things simpler for them and give them like just a few handful of things to work on? Are you engaging in the community yourself? If you are a membership site owner, you should have a community portion of your membership site and you should be in there at least weekly. You don't have to be in there every day, but ideally a few times a week, popping in, asking questions, right? Asking questions, starting conversations, training your members to know how to engage with each other. The community piece is really, really important. So what does engagement look like? A lot of complaints I hear from new membership site owners is, Graham, my, there's not a lot of engagement in my community. There's like 50 people who are members and like 12 people actually talk. Okay, part of that is just statistics. It's always gonna be a small percentage of your members who actually are active in the community. Most people lurk. Most people don't even log in. The rest that do lurk, and then there's a small percentage that actually talk to each other. So it's just numbers. The smaller your membership, the, the, the less engagement you're gonna have. But if you have more members, your engagement's gonna go up just mathematically. So just hang in there. If you focus on acquisition, uh, your membership's gonna grow. If you focus on the next one we, uh, element we're gonna talk about, your membership's gonna grow. But just know that as it grows, you're going to get more engagement. Secondly to that, you, you have to create a culture of engagement. So you have to train your people to talk to each other. And this is harder for some niches than others because some niches, let's be honest, they just like bumps in a log. They don't really talk much. And some niches are like super bubbly and they want to talk. So it's just going to vary, but it's still your job to model conversation, model what it looks like to engage in the community and I know that when I start a membership, I'm going to have to do more engaging early on. So I was in my membership when I started almost three years ago for this membership, I was in there every day, like talking, starting conversations. Now that there's hundreds of members in there and they're amazing, 
they're in there talking to each other every day. So there's a lot of engagement. I don't have to be in there every moment of every day for there to be some talking. There's, there's people helping each other out all the time. So that's going to come over time. So engagement. Do your members know how to engage with it? Do they have a clear path to follow? Are there points of overwhelm? Are there things that are broken? Are you engaging with your members? Number fourth growth factor for your membership is retention. So there's two main dials to making more money in your membership. Number one is getting more people in. That's acquisition. That's the obvious one. I want to have a big launch. I want more members. Yay, that's the sexy fun stuff. The, the non-sexy one that's more important than acquisition, believe it or not, is retention. So can you dial down the churn? Can you increase intention or retention, excuse me? Meaning, can you take, do you have 10% churn? Meaning, in a given month, 10% of your active members cancel. So if you have 100 members and 10 cancel that month, that would be 10% churn. Can you get that down to 5%? Sub 5% would be amazing. The, the question is, how likely will your members stick it out month after month? And how many months will they stick around? So this, this is an important one that I think membership site owners suck at, but instinctively understand. We instinctively know, gosh, what if people cancel my membership? Yeah, that, that is important to, to think about. And so that's why I think we're insecure. We don't want people to go, oh, there's not enough content in here. I'm going to cancel. So we stuff our memberships full of stuff. That, that's where it comes from. I, I had a coaching client. We sat down together. And one of the things she had launched that was successful was a, her first membership. She had courses, courses, courses. She said, Graham, I launched my first membership without even trying. Uh, and she was doing like 20K a month or 15K a month off her membership. I mean, she she crushed it because her audience was huge and hungry for it. And here's what she said. She said, Graham, I, um, I'm dropping new content twice a week and I've run out of things to teach. I'm three months in and I've just given them all my stuff. I've given them all my templates. I've given them all my training. I'm in there twice a week teaching. And I said, Amanda, you're, so you're saying you're giving at least eight pieces of like in-depth content a month? She's like, yeah, is that enough? I'm like, that's like eight times too many. <laughs> like there's, there's, there's two things happening. One, you're running out of stuff to teach and you're only three months into this thing and you're burning yourself out and you're already resenting your membership deep down inside. Two, you're overwhelming your people. Like that's way too much for them to keep up with. They're gonna cancel. So you're actually going to shoot yourself in the foot and burn out at the same time. So it's a double loss. So I, I worked with her to move her from eight pieces of content a month to one. She's like, but Graham, won't people feel like I'm taking stuff away? I'm, well, A, ideally, you know, Amanda, you wouldn't have launched with eight pieces of content a month. You would have launched with one piece, but it's too late. B, no, because if you frame it like, hey, I'm overwhelming you with stuff. What we're going to do is focus on one main training a month. And that's what I want you to focus on. And then I'm going to go live. And then we're going to be talking throughout the weeks and out the months together in the community. But we're going to focus on one main thing a month, one point of growth a month. People are actually going to appreciate that. So that's a huge part of retention is not overwhelming people. So my whole point is when, when we think of keeping people from canceling and retention, the only trick that we have, we think is just like shove more content in there, like stuff it full of value. And that's actually the last thing you want to do. So here are some things to think about with the retention. 
reminding them that there's value in the community. So I recommend my students send out one email a week. Don't just send out the content once a month and then disappear for the month. Every week, just send them an email if they're a member. So here's what you email them. The one first email of the, of the month is probably like, hey, here's the new masterclass or video training or whatever this month. Here's the topic, check it out. And it's like a little bit of a digest of here's also when we're going live, all that good stuff. So uh, announcing the new content, it's like delivering the new content. It's like a box subscription, here's your monthly delivery. Week two, highlight a really cool conversation that's happening in the community. Hey, check out this conversation. Graham had this amazing question in the community about whatever, whatever, whatever. And here was my answer. Here's somebody else's answer. Screen grab it, post it in the email, link to it, and ask them to dive in and give their feedback. What are your thoughts about this? How would you answer this question? That's doing two things. One, it's reminding them that there's other people in the community like, oh, having questions. Um, B, it's pointing them back to the community to train them to post in the community. So highlight a cool conversation in the community. Week three should be the live call reminder. Hey, this week we're going live for our monthly Q&A session. Here's where it is. If you can't make it because of the time zone or you're busy, submit your question ahead of time. So the live coaching call, we're highlighting that. And then maybe the fourth week, you highlight a big win in the community. Hey, Susie had this amazing win this month in the community. She lost 10 pounds. He, she recorded her first song. She launched their membership site and made $2,000, whatever it is. Screen grab, post in the email, link to it. Come give her some praise. Give her a heck yeah. Show her some love. It's training your people to, again, to go back to the community and then also to train them to celebrate wins and to celebrate other people's wins. That's four simple emails. So that's a simple way to keep some retention, to remind people that the membership is there, that it's valuable. Um, post in the community, engage in the community yourself. Think about unique things you can do throughout the year. Do a challenge, something seasonal, have like a Christmas challenge, you know, a New Year's challenge. If there's something seasonal that relates to your niche, you know, like if you're in the accounting niche or bookkeeping niche, probably have some kind of seasonal challenge around April when your income tax is due in the US. I mean, all kinds of stuff you can do. You can make up stuff, but think through ways to keep people engaged. And one of the best ways to do that is to celebrate the wins of your students, highlight their wins so that the other members see that people are winning, getting results, and then they're gonna be more likely to wanna to stick it out and get results themselves. That's retention. And number five key area for growth, you ready for this? Reactivation. So inevitably people are gonna cancel and they're gonna leave. It's impossible to stop them. So the question is what happens to a member who leaves your membership? Do you just let them leave? I mean, you should let them leave and they're gonna leave. But do you just forget about them? Like, forget about you. You're dead to me, you know? To quote one of the greatest movies of all time, Zoolander, you're more dead to me than your dead mother, right? Do you just like dismiss them as like, whatever, they were in, now they're out? Or do you think about them more strategically, realizing that previous customers, people who have bought something from you are 16 times more likely to buy something from you again, what about reactivating them? What about having a plan in place to woo them back? So could you create a win back campaign? 
You know, of course, the answer is yes, you could. Could you automate this process? Ho, ho, ho. Yes, you could. You could set up an automation in Kajabi or whatever email platform you have that when people cancel, they automatically get subscribed to an email sequence that 90 days from now reaches out to them. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, friend. You have their name because they bought a product from you. You know, hey, Sarah, It's it's been a few months since you left the community. You know, we miss you. Here's some things that, you know, we've we've dropped since you left, you know? And you could keep the, that email sequence updated. You could just have it be generic. It doesn't have to be like, here's what's new. You could just talk about, you could pull some amazing screen grabs of people's wins and post them in that thing. And that'll be good for a long time. It's not time sensitive, but have a e simple email sequence, maybe three emails, four emails that invites them to come back and gives them some incentive to join. So maybe have like a mini course that you're gonna offer them. Like if you come back, I wanna also give you this gift just to say thank you for coming back and trying it again. And so that can all be automated inside of Kajabi because basically what I would, if I were in Kajabi, I would create a new offer that's the same as the membership monthly offer, but that offer also includes a mini course. That way you can track it, that way it's separate, that way it's automated. And again, when people cancel, you can have an automation to be triggered or when you cancel them manually, you can go ahead and subscribe them to that email sequence. It just follows up in 90 days or 180 days, whatever you want to, to win them back. Will most people come back? No, but some will. And if you automate the process, that's a great way to like have more people joining, make more money. And again, previous customers are 16 times more likely to, to buy something else from you. It may not be the membership again, but they'll come back. I've had lots of members come back. I just I just relaunched my membership in the last couple of weeks and had a lot of people who said, hey man, I'm glad I'm back. I had to cancel because of money a few months ago, but I'm back. So it's just good to always keep that offer in front of them. Don't assume that because they tried it, they're not gonna come back. In fact, assume the opposite. Because they tried it, they might come back. So reactivation, that's the fifth growth factor. So in review, you've got five areas that you need to be thinking about as a membership site owner. You need acquisition lead generation, getting new people in, onboarding, welcoming them through video, through an email sequence, getting them to get wins early, take action early. Engagement, are you engaging with them? And do they have a clear success path to follow so that they can see results and not get overwhelmed and not get stuck? Do they know what to do in the community? Number four, retention. How likely will they stick around? What can you do to keep them to stick around? How can you continue to nurture them so they feel like they're getting value, they know where everything is, they're not gonna get disconnected. They're just gonna stay active and involved. Retention, reducing churn. And then number five, reactivation. People that have churned, they're gone, they're canceled. Do you have a process in place to win them back, woo them back, uh, back into the membership? Those are the five key growth areas. I'd be curious to know, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below. Um, are you missing any one of these five key growth areas? And, and if so, which one are you gonna focus more in on your membership? Leave me a comment below. I'd love to know about that. And again, don't forget to pick up my gift to you, my four-step membership site formula checklist. It's a free guide, grahamcochran.com slash membership site. It'll give you some amazing training on building profitable membership sites, including some price recommendations and all kinds of cool stuff for launching. So it's my gift to you, some of my best material for free. How about that? All right, friend, this is a fun episode. I love membership sites. I didn't talk about this, but I, I've launched three membership sites over the last 
12 years, uh, scratch it. I launched my first one nine years ago, nine years. Um, they've all done multiple six figures each at multiple price points in two different niches, all very different in terms of what they offer. And so this is all stuff I've learned from that process. So I'm not, I'm not the king of memberships, but I've been running a bunch for years. Uh, and this is what I've seen success with. And so I'm not, perfect at any of these five areas, but these are the five areas I'm working on and you need to be actively working on as well. If you want to have a sustainable membership site that continues to pay you week in, week out, month in, month out and grows, which is the beauty of a membership site is that scalable recurring revenue. All right, friend, hope this was helpful. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay healthy, stay safe. And I'll see you on another episode real soon.